I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. You guys. So I asked on my Instagram, how many of you guys think the intro for News Du Jour is too long? And the number of you guys that said, oh, it is, but I know when you start talking, it's at minute 121. (laughs) You guys cracked me up. So many of you guys said that. And it's funny because I always have to kind of cut it at that specific time. So I'm very aware that that's when I start talking as well. Um, Y'all cracked me up, but you are heard. And I'm going to be slimming it down for you guys. I mean, we'll still have our music. So if you want to skip that, um, you definitely still can, of course. But um, I wanted to let you guys know you're heard and we're working on it. So Thank you for being patient with it up until now, and thank you for letting us know. So yesterday, the jury for the Derek Chauvin trial heard closing arguments from both sides, the defense and the prosecution, and now the jury will begin deliberating. They will be sequestered, which basically means like hidden away from the public at a hotel. And during that time, they can't talk to anyone but each other about this case. As soon as a verdict comes out from them, we will announce it on our social channels and the very next weekday for News Du Jour. Stay tuned. So for our first full story for the day, Alexei Navalny is in bad shape, you guys. So if you remember where we left off with Alexei is that he was on a hunger strike. Putin is avoiding even saying his name right now at all costs. He's always tried to downplay Navalny's growing significance, but now it's avoid, avoid, avoid. Because Alexei was experiencing very poor health, like things like the loss of feelings in his legs and severe back pain, but was denied a reliable doctor in prison. 
So his response was he began a hunger strike until he was able to see a doctor of his choosing so that he could make sure he wasn't being mistreated. But now, after about three weeks of this, health experts are saying he's within days of dying. His team is calling for nationwide protests on the day that Putin is scheduled to give a state-of-the-nation type address. The government is instructing people not to take part in such rallies, though, so it will be really interesting to see what happens from afar. But back to Navalny himself real quick. The U.S. has made it very clear that should Alexei die in Russia in prison, there will be severe consequences for what would clearly be a huge human rights violation. Meanwhile, Navalny's lawyers are currently trying to simply locate him. They went to the prison where he was supposed to be and could not find him. There has been some discussion about him moving to a hospital, but his lawyers were not given that update if that has happened already. So this is certainly worrisome, and we definitely hope he's okay. Prison officials have threatened to force feed him, as was done with the suffragettes here in the U.S., so that may be what's going on right now. Internationally, there have been calls for his release and his medical care. Let's hope he gets one or both soon. And for our next story, Raul Castro is stepping down in Cuba. What are the implications? For the first time in six decades, there will not be a Castro in charge of Cuba. Pretty insane. This is leaving a type of power vacuum that has many on the island nervous. But could potentially lead to modernizing the country in more than one direction. As you may already know, Cuba only has one political party, and that leads to some obvious issues. They are also cut off economically, which kind of smothers things financially for the country. Future leaders may try to change some of these bigger hindrances after a new leader is instated. We'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, this change will lead to better relations with the U.S. and new opportunity for the Cuban people. So this actually happened last week, but I felt that it was really important to update you guys on. And even though we had more like pressing news coming out, I wanted to make sure I told you guys about this. So a bunch of major companies have signed a petition saying that they oppose stricter voting laws. So literally hundreds of companies are signing on to a statement released opposing, quote, any discriminatory legislation, end quote, that would make it harder for people to vote. Think companies like Amazon, Netflix, General Motors, Google, Starbucks, and even Warren Buffett himself signed on. 
They're telling the world that voting rights are important to them. This, of course, comes right on the heels of the most contentious election in modern times. And then the state of Georgia passing very aggressive regulatory laws surrounding voting in an effort to make it more difficult to vote. The major corporate groups in that state who are very important to the economy there, like Delta Airlines and Coca-Cola, have come out against their specific laws. This prompted these other national corporate groups to do the same in this consolidated format. Republican lawmakers are now calling for these corporations to stay out of politics, which is very ironic because almost all politicians accept contributions from these types of groups. But legislation similar to that of Georgia is being introduced in other states like Michigan and Texas. So this issue really is in the national spotlight. But it's tough to say what effect a petition like this will have, if any. We'll just have to wait and see. And for our last story today, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update um, because I know we've covered him before in this podcast, but there's another sort of dramatic situation with James Charles. And this time, things have escalated to the point where his channel has been demonetized from YouTube. So basically what happened to catch you guys up in case you missed it the first time around or aren't even aware who James Charles is, James Charles is a beauty YouTuber um, who I think, I believe he was the first um, man on the cover of Cosmo magazine. And I think You know, it's just really important to note that he's a young person who has gone under a lot of scrutiny. But that said, a while ago, there was some drama between him and another YouTuber. And this all circled around his dating habits. And she was essentially insinuating that he was some type of a predator um, and trying to, like, turn straight men gay. And obviously, this did not sit well with anyone. He literally lost millions of followers overnight from his YouTube channel, which is one of the biggest on the platform. But now, since then, things have like cooled down. The air has been cleared. He posted an apology, but also like kind of a rebuttal video that showed a lot of, you know, screenshots and things like that that kind of proved like things weren't as extreme as the other YouTuber was painting them. They made up and everyone kind of went on their merry way. That is until more allegations have now come out. Since all of this kind of blew over, it seems that James Charles was DMing and talking to on Snapchat and Instagram some young men who were only 16 years old and he himself is 22. So this is obviously incredibly inappropriate and illegal and lawyers have become involved, police have become involved, and as a result, YouTube demonetized his account, 
Morphe, which is a makeup company, stopped working with him and he has posted an apology video, which I will say his original video was more of a rebuttal and less of an apology, although there kind of were elements of both in it. But this one is strictly an apology. He really, you know, takes ownership over it. He says he didn't know that they were underage. Um, you know, which a lot of people find hard to believe um, because he said things like happy birthday to them. And it's like, did you not know how old they were turning? But maybe he didn't. And it's really hard to tell. But this is repeat behavior. And a lot of people are just frustrated that we're having to have this conversation all over again. And it's hard to say if YouTube will ever turn back on his monetization of his platform. And so this could really put a hindrance into his career as if the first time wasn't enough. So I just wanted to update you guys on all that. And we'll go ahead and put a link to his apology video in the show notes as well as on our blog post of this episode and I hope you guys will watch it if you're at all like concerned of anything because he does take ownership but anyway it was an interesting situation and wanted to add that in there at the end and that is the news du jour. Today I wanted to leave you with the quote strength does not come from winning your struggles develop your strength. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.com dot co on instagram sugarfree underscore media on twitter and just sugarfree media all one word on tiktok you can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co again that's sugarfreemedia.co our music is by joey lavoie and nicholas foster Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, oh.